0: Okay, hi. Welcome to Intentional Sounding, the Draw Play Podcast, Episode 7. I'm your host, Draw Play Dave Rapocchio. With me, as always, is Beerstein Sam Grezes.
1: It's funny because I'm literally drinking a beer right now. So, technically, if my last name were Stein, I would be a Beerstein. I also can't believe it's been seven episodes already. That's kind of crazy.
0: Isn't it? it it's a little yeah. weird.
1: It's our seventh anniversary. We'll get like a Charizard Pokemon card and, and the schoolyard bully will steal it from us. And then, you know, we'll cry home to our parents and then they'll be like, no, we already got you your present. Maybe my childhood was different from yours, Dave.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so what are you drinking?
1: uh Deschutes fresh squeezed IPA oh
0: that's good that's local it's
1: really yeah local to you not to me it's Bend Oregon
0: Bend Oregon I've been I've taken their brewery tour got a pint glass is from it was it any good oh it's fantastic they're they're I like an amazing beers. brewery I don't know if I like the fresh squeezed IPA as much though I I'm a fan of their Chainbreaker IPA it doesn't it's not very hoppy never had that it's I mean I don't think it's as popular so it's probably harder to find and it might have been mm. a seasonal But anyway, in our uh, third seat, our rotating guest seat, we've got another former KSK writer, Stu Scott Buriaz.
2: How you doing? How you doing? Good. Good to finally be here. I've missed you guys. (laughs) Aw, missed you too.
0: How you been holding up since it went down?
2: Oh, you know, I'm working and all that, but I'd rather be doing that, frankly. In fact, my (laughs) intention is to get restarted, but you know talk later about
1: that i was gonna say here's the thing man if if we all we need to do is make sure this podcast like gets super successful is sponsored by like major beer companies like deschutes brewery yeah and make a million dollars and then we can just hire everyone back i'm drinking delicious
2: fiji water so fiji feel free to send us some sponsorship money
3: or whatever
1: there you go so, yeah, that's all we have to do is make sure this podcast is a rousing success, make a billion dollars, and then, you know, we can we can restart KSK as an independent project.
0: Should be easy. That normally happens by the 10th episode or so.
1: I was going to say, so So what? Yeah, three left and then a billion dollars.
2: And no up rocks breathing down her neck.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I actually have been uh, considering... Adding just like a blog section to the draw play and just having people write there. I mean, I can't pay anybody at this point. Oh, sure. But well. I've been wondering if I should do that and just like allow like you guys to just like write stupid stuff and I can just sort of like have it as part of the site.
1: <laughs> That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. I, I do. Do you think the people like who read your website would would go for it? I
0: don't like. I. I don't know. I, th- I think I there's a lot of overlap because obviously sure, KSK is yeah, a main true. inspiration as to why I even started the site. And I know most of the people who read KSK are also readers of the draw play.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So I, th- I think there'd be plenty of overlap. And as long as it's kind of it's not like front and center if it doesn't have to be and it can be sort mm-hmm. of easily ignored. There can still be people who go there for the comics and people who just go there for whatever. So, yeah, I mean, I'm sure. looking Our into. Commenters
2: that. love the right, so I think they'd
0: do it.
1: That's that's also true. That well, they
0: have the the
1: commenters. If if any of them are listening now, I mean, door flies open is great, and it's still uh, it's still updates. Um, I'm impressed with
0: how how they've been able to keep that going.
1: Yeah, well, yo, so so my first experience with door flies open when I when I discovered it for the first time, it was and we're getting into like deep KSK lore here. <laughs> it was it was after. Bud Gazi. and they and reached Bud-Gazi. out to me. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude, was it was right after that. Bud Gazi, and they they reached, they reached out to me, being like, "Hey, so what's going on?" I was like, "I don't really know." To be completely honest,
0: I didn't realize it was um, up that early. I thought it went, I thought it went up when we were going down.
1: No, no, no. Well, it, it kind of was, right? So because that was the beginning of the end, right? So they republished they republished my stupid friggin' article about how Bud Light wouldn't sponsor my birthday. <laughs> and, um, and they, they like had the post as like this, this is what started Bud Gazi. And I was like, that's hilarious. But the other stuff that like, they, they do like mock drafts. They, they, you know, search door flies open. It's, it's,
0: I, anyway. I'm definitely impressed that they've been able to keep it going as well as they have, considering we yeah. attempted to Make another site, and we just kind of fizzled out. Yep, yep. They, but on, they're, yeah. none of them know each other like in person, so mm. they, they've they've all managed to keep this going. So props to you, door flies open, people. Now that we're done our little introductions, we might as well. Uh, there's not a lot going on right now, so I, we were probably just gonna take this episode to speak mostly about relocation because it's a subject that I've seen get thrown around, and it's probably it's just a big subject that I think we can talk about a lot. But before we get to that, let, we'll do like a really quick little news recap. Um, Sammy Watkins broke his foot. That's a thing that happened.
2: More proof that the Bills can't have nice things.
0: Uh,
1: there's, there's like, there's a, there's a tired Rex Ryan joke in there somewhere. <laughs> that one of us probably should have written like in in advance of this podcast.
0: He got a little too rough with Sammy Watkins. That's
1: there you go. That's the best there, yeah, got. that's yeah, that's no, that's that's good. That's good.
0: And oh, that'll do. Well,
2: their first round pick Scott. is
0: hurt too, isn't he? Oh, uh, the Jags, the Jags. Oh, that's Jags. That Never mind. Yeah. Well, the
1: Jags' first round pick. I also saw their seventh round pick. Uh, yeah, I'm beginning is to be wonder if they picked the
0: uh, if they started hiring the Giants' training staff because <laughs> their their injuries are almost as bad as ours at this point.
1: Literally picked picked glass joe in the first round and then also in the seventh but geez it's just like it's rough man actually they
0: picked glass joe for the second round that's the reason miles jack fell but (laughs) ramsey was like rams like jack has a knee problem and like they're expecting his knee to like blow up and like within five years or something like that like his knee is just slowly crumbling but Jalen ramsey he he was like considered the best in the draft
2: and Mm. now he's hurt (laughs) Picked picked him a little bit too hard.
1: <laughs> Just dropped him a little bit too hard. <laughs> there was this great thing in um in a Deadspin fun bag a little bit ago where uh someone asked Drew something to the effect of what if what would happen if on their way to hug Roger Goodell prospective draft pick in like the first one or two rounds. Like tripped, fell, tore his ACL, or just like died. I think a like, handshake what?
2: injury is more likely.
0: Yeah, <laughs> very elaborate. <laughs> yeah, dude. Goodell shakes Go his on, hand no. too hard and breaks one of his metacarpals.
1: Yep, yep. This J- okay, Jared three fingers. Like all of his knuckles are broken. Like, do they? Do they get another? Do they get like a uh, another pick? Do they like get the next guy? Or anyway, but no, it's just like bringing the jags just as people were starting to or just not as people were as they were starting to put the pieces together and like you know i know jags fans they're like yeah next year we're not going to be good but like you know we we <laughs> have stuff to build on to the
0: division year. at least i mean their division that's, is dog
3: shit
1: well see that's the thing right it's it's you don't have that's to a hype video jags. 2016
2: jags we'll be okay and our division is dog shit
1: Here <laughs> there you go Dude, that'll
2: get dude, fans should,
1: that's that's another way we could restart KSK. Is just position it as, um, and you know, a football team. Just get get us all together, and if we can win that division, you know, that'll make us some money.
0: That, that would work. Um, the only the last tiny little bit of news before we get into it here is Brady's filing another appeal. Obviously, uh, I don't. I think everyone pretty much expected Brady to file another okay. appeal. I, I hope I, I, I guess I hope it works because I think the NFL's slightly more evil here.
1: Slightly. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I feel like Goodell's already lost. I mean, even if he wins, he still had to go and get permission to do this. So, you know, that tarsh is yeah, a shield. So at that's this a point, really good point.
1: And the, the longer this goes on, the better Brady and the Patriots look right because because, like what does the n f l have to gain from this? Nothing but it makes sense that Brady's appealing on some like level because like he wants to work, he wants to play at the end of the day, like Roger Goodell filing other appeals, and like regardless of whether or not they succeed or not, there's very little like personal gain for him other than like, oh, you know, the sanctity of the game or or whatever you know it's 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 just kind of. It's very silly.
2: I barely remember what it's about. Like, I have to remind myself, oh, yeah, this is about to flake
0: Like, yeah. It's yeah. been 16 months.
2: That's God how, damn, that's it how long has. this
0: Holy has been crap. going on, and it's officially not. Brady going might yet. retire
2: before they get that suspension in.
0: That would actually be really funny if he gets it pushed off for another year and then right before the season starts, he's like, actually, peace out, drops the mic and walks away from the game.
1: I was gonna play another year, could but it totally happened too. That is completely plausible to me. That like that the appeals process just takes that long.
0: It took wow. long enough for us to get the uh, the last appeal to
2: I had forgotten about Deflate Gate. This has probably got another good ten appeals left, <laughs> so we could be in for a long, one, a long one here. Oh my god! It's, I don't know. It's gonna go to what the
3: Supreme else is Court, left. man.
0: I like. I'm not sure what exactly Brady has left to appeal. That's the problem. If this
2: does, well, go to su- what? If this does go to the Supreme Court, this would be the stupidest thing to ever appear before the Supreme Court.
1: Like, part of me would be mad, but part of me would also be like, "Yep, please." <laughs> There's like, I'd watch the world burn. Watch the justice system burn.
3: uh, I I
1: hope that the majority opinion on that is just literally a picture of all of the, like, the justices just, like, holding their head in their palms. Just, what the
0: fuck? Actually, this Brady talk just, it kind of reminds me of something, like, maybe 10 minutes before we started recording this, I just found out that Draymond Green from the Warriors is not getting suspended
3: Oh, and I isn't. just think
0: it's a really interesting contrast that the NBA seems terrified to possibly suspend a star yeah. on the Golden Boy team. Whereas the NFL is like, Tom Brady, fuck that Patriots. They're important. Fuck him. And they just the NFL's got some balls. I'll give them that compared to the they, NBA yeah, at least.
1: That's true. That's
2: Although true. they didn't suspend them after it happened right away. I mean. They didn't say you can't play in the Super Bowl.
0: That's well, they had to investigate it first. I think that was the problem. Oh
1: yeah, they ha- yeah, and I guess in something like this where it's that, I mean that that is something you do have to actually like go in and investigate. It, was, it's, it that, wasn't it's not like a the Draymond Green game thing, thing, where, thing, yeah, yeah, where he yeah. <laughs> kicked him in the dick, and you know.
0: I'll have to admit, I'm pretty I'm pretty pissed off. Draymond's not getting suspended.
1: I listen. I don't I don't know, man. Like. It's hard to tell, and I'm not a Warriors fan, or and I'm not, not an or, a Warriors fan either, you know, I, like, I wanted the Hawks to win. I'm me, sorry. Right? Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Um, people do weird things in sports, and I, I, I guess I always just assume that in situations like that, especially in playoff games, a superstar like Draymond Green's gonna be smart enough to know, like, maybe don't kick this guy in the dick. you know like i kind of give him the benefit of the doubt at least at least that far and like oh you know maybe he lost balance and maybe he just kind of kicked his leg up to try and regain it or something bodies are weird they do that you know
2: sometimes you play basketball you get kicked in the dick it happens it's just gonna happen I, like just, that's actually I think true the though. problem
0: is that they suspended the guy on the Cavaliers for doing pretty much the same thing. Only Della the, the, the No, I, I can't remember who it was on the Cavs but they suspended him and i looked at the tape of his little nut shot and it seemed far less egregious than oh. greens and i think i didn't that's see what okay so i don't me.
1: know anything about that that's fair that's fair i don't know that context
0: like if this was just draymond green by himself kicking mm-hmm. the nuts i could almost buy the argument that it was accidental or that they just want to sternly look at him just like hey don't you do that, you? <laughs> but the fact that they actually, the fact that they actually set a precedent for it the day before, and then it happened again, and they didn't follow through on that precedent, eh,
2: it, it rubs me the wrong way. I just give him a stern talking to.
1: Oh, a stern talking to. Can't
2: use stern Cause... anymore.
0: He's not the commissioner now.
1: <laughs> I know, I know, I know. But it was, it was funny. It was good to me. <laughs> Um, I just, like, it was so weird to me. I, I, this isn't an NBA podcast, but I'm gonna, gonna hot take a little bit. I, it's just so weird to me that Silver took, took this long to, like, decide whether or not he was gonna be suspended or fined or whatever.
0: Yeah, they should've had that this morning.
1: I was gonna say, they really, they really should've. Not, not just for, like, us, but especially for the Warriors. Like, come on, man, you. you they're playing tomorrow night, right? Yeah. Like, so so uh, you got to know whether or not one of your star players is going to be in the game.
2: Yeah, I think it took longer because they're, like, trying to figure out what's the smallest shit storm going to be. Like, sure. not what shit does it deserve, <laughs> but what will create the smallest amount of shit. Yeah. And yeah. they probably made the right decision, honestly, on that basis. It... That's Maybe. True.
0: That's true. If they did suspend Draymond Green and the Warriors ended up losing the series... That yeah. would have resulted in a lot of think pieces that I would not want to read.
1: No, yeah, I, I would have to block SB Nation, Deadspin, like all of those sites. For the takes would be scorching. Week. the 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 worst part about that would be the the reaction. The reactionary takes are always the worst, man. The like the the, the I can I can abide the initial hot take, I guess, because I'm used to it. But but the reaction hot take to the hot take is always the one that is the worst. It's like, oh man, there was there was one about like there was a reaction to a hot the the hot take Super Bowl, uh, you know, on the Marshawn Lynch handoff. the the reaction to the hot take of that was stupid. Was like, well, actually, based on statistics and defensive schemes and numbers, the thing that everyone thinks is smart is actually dumb. So, yeah. like, that, that's those oh, are worse because they're always so that. smug. Yeah, right. Just, you right?
0: guys all think you're smart, but actually, I'm smarter than all of you. That's that's how all of those all those read. It's it's the worst. Ban well, actually. <laughs> well, now we've me got. and my
1: friends have started just like pushing our glasses up on our like on our noses, like imaginary glasses up on our.
0: noses hey, I actually we wear glasses, actually. so I can do it all the time. Well, it doesn't.
1: You, you're gonna have to. You have to like put the glasses then down on the like tip of your nose to like. You have to set that takes setup for you.
0: You, you think that's hard, <laughs> but I know how to maneuver my ears. I've been wearing glasses my whole life. I can ah, fair maneuver enough. my ears fair and have my glasses slide down my face. Nice. That skill. It's annoying because every once in a while, it'll do it by accident when I'm like, I'm, I'm surprised, and then my glasses will slide down. I was like, oh, damn it. I have to push him back
1: up. <laughs> You're, you, I have become a cartoon character. Now that
0: we've gotten NBA talk out of the way a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. I, I wanted to do relocation last week, but last week ended up being mostly just Canada. Um, the main reason I wanted to talk about relocation is I've seen the Raiders keep getting linked everywhere this off season. And the most recent link was to Las Vegas. Yep. And I'm kind of okay with that. I don't want them to leave Oakland if I had a choice, but if right. they were going to go somewhere, I don't hate the Las Vegas idea. I feel like that I, fits the Raiders uh, somewhat.
1: I don't know. I So I like a team for Las Vegas. There, there are two different ways of thinking about this, right? Is that, oh, would you like a Las Vegas team or, oh, would the Raiders fit in Las Vegas? If I want a Las Vegas team, I want it to be called like the Las Vegas Bengal Tigers and like, have like sequiny purple helmets and outfits, you know, like literally go the whole night or or, like the Las Vegas shares, the Las Vegas Siegfried and Roy, you know,
0: the Las Vegas slots.
1: Yeah. 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 There we go. And their logo is just
0: a handle. Las Vegas Yeah, that'd trump's. be great. Or
1: like 777. That'd be cool. Yeah, Las Vegas trumps.
0: All the helmets have a hairpiece on them.
1: Well, Las Vegas is such a unique city on its own that I feel like you'd kind of be doing the city a disservice if you didn't kind of theme the team after all the crazy shit that happens there. I
0: see your point. If we're if they're going to get a team, an expansion team would probably make more sense. I'm just trying yeah. to think of, of all the teams in the NFL – which one would fit Vegas the best as of right now? I don't think Vegas yeah, is wrong. a terribly bad choice, for sure. For sure.
2: I mean, I kind of wonder if Vegas ever actually happens. I mean, I feel like you know, now that Los mm-hmm. Angeles is no longer really a viable threat, they're just gonna trot out Vegas every time they want more money. So <laughs> it's like, yeah, I mean, it, I think Vegas is gonna be like that guy your girlfriend pretends to like to make you jealous, you know? Sure. <laughs> Well, that does
0: make me wonder, like, what the next city that they're going to use to hold cities hostage are, because I, we'll, we'll get we'll get to London, but Las Vegas is a big choice. I've seen several, other, like San Antonio was another team, another city linked to the Raiders. I don't I don't know if I think San Antonio. The people I know from San Antonio are like, I don't know if there's going to be a football team here. We we're barely big enough to really care about the Spurs.
1: I was going to say they got the Spurs and they don't need much else, right? not really so
0: that's NBA i so town
1: the the issue with using like london uh as relocation bait is you can't it's it's tough for owners to use london as relocation bait right like why would they say like oh we'll take the team to london when they can be like oh i can take the team to las vegas right. london and and for my money mexico city needs a team I that would be my number one. Mexico City could um be fun. Mexico City would be amazing. And and like I, there there are there are NFL fans down there. There are NFL fans who live close to Mexico City. It would be very easy to travel to um yeah, dude imagine like Chicago goes down to play, you know, the Mexico City, I don't know, like Rattlesnakes. Uh in their stadium who wouldn't want to go down there for a week buy tickets to an nfl game and like spend the rest of the week in mexico city you know when it is ass cold in you know the rest of the earth?
2: trying to get kidnapped by a cartel
1: yeah yeah there you go
0: it's i don't know if a team would do as well down there because it it'd be so hot like wouldn't you be worried about like heat stroke kind of situation? Cause it's already bad enough in Miami and cities like that during the early season in Mexico city, you you get hit with a heat wave and you're wearing all those pads and all that stuff. That that's a little risky
1: that through, I just really want I just really want NFL in Mexico. I, know, I, I play the, the first
2: few things. games at night until it gets later in the year.
1: That's fair. I, so, so that's, that's my thing. I think that, I think that, for like international uh spots i think goodell at least and like the shield front office types who work for the nfl are trying to position that not as like oh you know the jags are going to move to london you know whatever it's more like those are the two markets that we're looking at for expansion
2: right I think Goodell really wants to go to London. I mean, I don't think that's just like, oh yeah, you yeah, I, don't yes. think just, I mean, how, why would you even play the last few years? It's obviously just testing the market, you know. Yep. So I mean, yep. I think he badly, badly wants us to grab some of that Europe market there.
1: I I knew I knew some people who uh, were either living in London at the time um, or they were visiting London when uh, when those games were going on, and they were saying that it was just like. So yeah, they're, they're fans there, right? And and they filled the stadium, but like they were desperate. Like tickets were really cheap, and like there, they, yeah, there were like there was a big push to like get people out there because you know you don't want You don't want to show you don't want to show an empty Wembley Stadium when you have people in America who watch Premier League soccer and know you know how many people usually fill up that stadium. For you know Premier League matches, like you know, you don't want he, you, don't want that to be what you show your audience. Yeah,
2: so that so. so basically the team would would basically just be the Jaguars again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and that's an all.
0: The Jaguars it's... actually have the best fans out of all three Florida teams. I looked it up because I got a lot of Jags fans who were mad at me because I kept making that same joke. And they're like, actually we have one of the better responses in terms of fan base. And I looked it up and I think Tampa Bay has the worst it overall turnout. Me. And really? Miami, Miami's pretty bad too. Like none of I the I thought Florida Miami because
2: uh, their history would have better numbers. but Oh,
1: I, I see. That's funny. I would, I would have thought Miami would have dog shit numbers. I, I would have thought it would be, I would have thought it would be Miami, uh, worst, Jags, and then Tampa Bay.
2: Um yeah, Tampa Bay just, is like just, a Disney theme park. I
1: mean Well yeah. It's just, so so go out and see a, a football game. Weird. I've been to I've been to that stadium. It's friggin' awesome. There's a pirate ship there.
0: But my my point is the Jags they're not that bad, and I don't I think their owner is committed to staying in Jacksonville. So yeah. he's not no, that,
1: I no, yeah. I doubt that.
0: But in terms of London, I just don't know how well it would work. That that's the thing that racks me. They're trying to build it up a really fan would. base and I just don't think it would work for a multitude of reasons. Number one, I want to bring up logistics. Trying to if you have a team in London, that automatically makes them the have the best home field advantage and the worst away advantage disadvantage because all these teams especially if you're like a west coast team if you're the raiders or the 49ers and you have to fly all the way to wembley for that game you're gonna be wrecked that's not gonna work even if you fly early that's gonna completely throw you out of whack but then you got the london team like you're home you automatically have a great advantage but they are possibly even worse because they have to fly all yeah, the way across the pond Yep. Eight times a year at minimum.
1: That that Monday, Thursday turnaround, man, you know they're going to be getting those Thursday night games.
2: Yeah, so, so here's what I would say. Maybe what they could do is they could, you know, first eight games of the year at home. And then they come in the later half of the year and do like a world, uh a U.S. tour, you know. And, uh, you know, and maybe for the teams that have to visit them, you just pattern that around their bye weeks so they get like two weeks off. So, I don't know
1: there i mean there there's a way to do it right there's a way to do it but that's i think y- you can you can foster a fan base right that's 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 not a huge issue um i don't think at least you know i feel like the fans will come if the sport is there that'll take doing right is is figuring out literally like hey time differences hey you know like these people are in London up at 4 a.m. because the draft is, you know, at blah, 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 Eastern time, sending in their draft cards, right? Like, it's not...
2: I think we're a long way from them caring about the draft, so we got some time to work that part out. Let's get them interested in the team to begin with.
0: That's the best solution I've heard in terms of scheduling logistics, so
2: props to you Just for that. My violet. other another problem... I do if I came up with that or I read it somewhere, but... I'll take credit. Just take credit take for credit. it. Take credit yeah. for it. I don't
0: know the difference. So but that's problem number two. I think they might have a problem keeping a fan base. I don't know if I don't I don't think they'll have a problem when they first, if they install a team, I think the fans will be lights out that first season at least. Uh-huh. I don't know if they're not successful right off the bat though, I don't know how well they're gonna keep them. Because one of the things right now is they sell out those games pretty easily right now but right now yeah. they're also big novelties over there so That's fans true. who don't who like the sport but don't really get a chance to go to a game at all are like wow the nfl's coming here and so they come all the way across europe they're coming from germany they're making a yeah. trip from france yep, yep. and nearby country so they can all fill up the stadium and it's really easy to pack a stadium when it's this big novelty event and the fans are scattershot, and if I finally have like a little mecca to come to, if it, there's sure. a team there for eight weeks of the season, a lot of those people are like, well, we don't have to go to every game. Sure. And if they're not sure. good, their interest might die out a little bit.
2: Yeah. But on the flip might. side, you got the fact that you know the the downside of this game is that fe- first of all featuring two teams that aren't local or are both U.S. teams, so like there's no real rooting interest, and secondly, they're always crappy matchups. You know, and mm-hmm. so maybe yep. if they're like it's a London team, you know, now this is our team, so maybe that helps things. So
1: the other thing, the other thing that a uh, London team would have the advantage of that we just don't in the states. It takes about an hour to get from France to London via the Euro Rail, right? Like uh, England is accessible from you know the rest of mainland Europe. Um, so you're not just you're not just like promoting to one city. You're not just promoting to London. You're not just promoting to the UK. It will be Europe's you know?
0: team just as much, yeah. as London's team.
1: Right. So so that's 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 the flip side of that. And the other thing is um, an advantage a London team would have is uh, the TV market, right? Because they'd be playing at a different time. Uh, or at least their home games would be played at a different time if they do it anything like they've been doing it these last few years. People would want to watch the London games, you know, just just like they would want to go to the London games as they are now. They're a novelty. And plus, you know, those I don't know if you did this, but like those days when uh, they had the London games, those first couple weeks of the season, you know, that's just an entire day of football. You got four games. It's friggin' awesome. Like, maybe
0: for you, I was not waking up that early to watch them. Well, so
1: that's the thing. That's the thing,
0: right? I, I'm, I'm on I, Central Cut time. I was I, I was a lot of time to on, the watch coast. It. on the east coast. Maybe it makes sense, but from the yeah. west coast perspective, yeah. when I'm already waking up to watch football at ten o'clock on a Sunday, sure,
3: like, it's already a little bit six. tough to get up
0: by ten o'clock on a Sunday. I'm yeah. not getting up for six o'clock or seven o'clock whenever those games sure. started. I'll just catch the end of the fourth quarter or the score afterward. Yeah, see, that see that just are... that
1: just means what what we need then is we need uh three expansion teams. So we need one in uh, London, we need one in Mexico City, and then since that that takes care of you know East and Central for uh, Pacific time, Japan's going
2: to need a team. Oh Jesus! I don't know. That Japan would introduce a nightmare scenario.
1: <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, no, that's not. Zones. Yeah, dude, the Japanese Pikachu's. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Please, and like, no. Yeah, yeah. The Tokyo. No, man, it's got to be the Mothras.
1: Oh my God! Yes, yes. Yeah,
0: if dude, it's not a kaiju, dude. it's it doesn't work. Can the you Tokyo imagine? Mothras. What would happen if the London team had to go to Japan to play? I'm not even sure which direction <gasps> they'd fly.
1: <laughs> I was, yeah. So what? What would the time difference actually be? From from then, because like, I think we're talking about time difference talking which...
2: about date change too. Tuesday night football on Wednesday. If
1: you go far enough, right, if you travel far enough, jet lag isn't really an issue because you've traveled so much distance. It's, it's like, you know, it'd be like you going to L.A., right, except kind of in reverse. So it, it'd be a difference of three hours. It would just be a day earlier or later, depending on which way you're crossing the date line.
0: They'd get an extra day of practice. That'd be cheating. Yeah, there you go. If you're cheating.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm on the uh, well, I'm on the East Coast, so like the the time yeah. stuff. I mean, it's perfect for me. It starts at one, so it's not you know, it's not frowned upon to start drinking. <laughs> uh, it's. Uh, then oh, it, you think it, it's
0: frowned upon to start drinking at ten on the West
2: Coast? <laughs> I suppose not, but.
1: I still think I still think the Central Time Zone kind of has the best of, best of both worlds. Start the games at noon uh you know when the london games are on those start i think at like nine so if you want to get up early you can um and you know they're all done by like 11 ish 11
0: 30 the central time zone is god's compromise yeah, yeah No, but nobody nobody really cares about it well, Does, doesn't have an opinion. <laughs> it's just like, hey guys, I'm cool. I like you and you. What we're okay. Nobody cares about the mountain time zone. Nobody lives there.
1: Well, that's actually
2: true, dude. I mean, how many I cities thought, are like in the you
0: pull people? Denver,
1: Denver, and
2: Salt Lake City, maybe. Salt Lake City.
1: Salt Lake? I thought Salt Lake City was no. no Salt
2: Lake City's in. I've been in to Salt Lake. It's okay.
0: Mountain. Okay. Um, maybe
1: Albuquerque, A- New Mexico. Anywhere in
2: Arizona? I think yeah. That is Phoenix or is that uh, Pacific? I think Phoenix is Pacific.
0: Maybe one of the really far western Texas cities. Like, oh, yeah. I think uh, like
2: El Paso is. Maybe. Like the very mm. western tip of Texas is.
0: I, I, I don't know. I, I used to live on the East Coast, and I actually got to say I much prefer West Coast football times. Really? Well, I mean, when I'm not, I'm not going to do it When on the East Coast when it was football Sundays. I wouldn't be productive on Sunday mornings anyway. Ah. so i'd get up and like when i was in college i'd get up with my friend and we'd get up at eleven thirty and we'd walk to subway down the street we'd get a sub and we'd come back finish up watching pregame, and then we'd watch football until 12 o'clock at night mm. out okay. here i it took me a couple couple it took me about a season to really adjust to it because i'd wake up and i'd be like I'd, I'd think of games and like, Oh, I got to watch the one o'clock game. And then I'd wake up. I'm like, Oh yeah, I got the one. o'clock. Oh wait, no, it's actually playing right now. But after being here for a while, I can't tell you how awesome it is to have football be over by nine o'clock.
1: I was going to say, and then you have kind of the rest of the night.
0: Like even it, because on the East coast, I'd only stay up and watch the primetime games. If it was the playoffs or my team was involved because yep. I didn't want to yep. stay yeah, up. They that do late. go late
1: because it's Sunday. Yeah. You got to wake up for work. And like, when do they day. start
2: eight 30? Yeah. 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 It's seven thirty here. So
1: I was gonna say it gets late for me even sometimes. If they go into overtime, I've been up. There was one game this season that went until like one in the morning, uh, you know, Central, and that's like
0: not okay. (laughs) It's kind of nice to also have the games start at dinner time for the primetime games, so I could just like settle down for dinner and like, oh, okay, Thursday night football's on. I'll just flip that on yeah. while I'm eating dinner because I don't really care enough about Thursday night football to really intensely watch it.
1: Well, that's like a that's like a comfortable kind of tradition thing, though, right? Is having the game on in the background of like a, a meal and you're not really paying attention to it, but like if something happens, you'll see it. Yeah. It's like a, a very quintessentially American thing, I think, It's like a family meal, where you know the game's on in the background.
2: Yeah, even better so, yeah, during that... Thanksgiving, And you're just kind of eating. Oh like yeah,
0: that. Thanksgiving. That Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving football is the best.
1: It really is. God, it's such a good holiday.
0: Thanksgiving is except the best for all holiday. the genocide. <laughs> we, we we try to ignore that. Yeah, yeah. Like so it's, it's a football Americans. holiday now. It is a football holiday.
1: We should start calling it Footsgiving. And now we're back to Rex Ryan. Did not Uh, mean to do that.
0: uh, I was about to make that joke, but you beat me to it. (laughs) Sorry. Great minds think alike about Rex Ryan's feet.
1: (laughs) No. No. (laughs) I don't want to think about Rex Ryan's feet, though.
0: He's thinking about your feet.
1: God. Oh, my God. That's actually... If Rex Ryan knows about this podcast, I would actually that would be very surprised.
3: Happy. Yes. I would
1: be it, one, very surprised, and two, like I wouldn't even mind if he was thinking about my feet. If I knew Rex Ryan were a listener of the podcast, I'd be like, Fuck yeah, dude. Whatever.
0: Yeah, Rex Ryan, if you're listening to this, my feet would gladly take a rub any day. Also some money.
1: <laughs> slip, I'll slip do a couple is that how you do it At like it like uh like foot fetishist strip clubs is, is you don't like stick a stick a single down like the cleavage you like stick it between the toes
0: i keep thinking like a foot fetish strip club would just be someone fully clothed except barefoot
1: when you're passing through like the dressing rooms at like a target finding your like thing finding your little booth and just like but like just the you know where oh, he
0: can see the feet. Oh man, Rex Ryan probably goes to Target and Walmart and stuff, and just walks by the dressing rooms and just kind of, kind of hovers around there for a little bit until one just of like the tests. employee, the employee who has the keys, just kind of gives him a dirty look, like "What are you doing, you creeper?" And he's like, like, "Oh, okay. they were locked.
1: I didn't know. I had to go get a key. I'm sorry. I've never, never been to this Target before. It's different from my home Target."
0: By the way, what are your hours? So I don't come back during them. <laughs> Thanks, Ryan is disgusting um one other I, I think we talked pretty much what I wanted to about London do, London. You, do you want a team in London because I don't so
1: in the, I think it's I a lot of my like best ideas for the NFL work a lot better in theory than they do in practice and I think that's the reason that I am for an NFL London team because it would be exciting. You know, it'd be, it'd be kind of a cool thing. And I uh, personally, like, as long as it doesn't hurt anyone, um, you know, and as long as like, no one's really worse off for trying it. I, I always applaud ballsy ideas like that. And like trying something out, I don't think anything would be lost if they try out a team in London and it just, it just doesn't work. They would most likely, like, if a team relocated to London, they'd most likely move it back. If they did an expansion team and put it in London, they would most likely just move it to a city in the U.S. if, if the logistics were too difficult. Yeah, I kind of so, want to see it happen.
2: I mean, yeah. you know, it could go bad, but, you know, it'd be exciting to have a team in London. And yeah, like you said, they could, they could, they wouldn't have to like build a stadium just for them. They could play at Wembley, and you know, if things didn't work out, yeah. you just head on back to one of these other stadiums you've abandoned <laughs> over the last what would be years.
1: What would be really cool is, well, okay, so it would be it'd be cool, and it wouldn't be right, is if the if the London team really, really, re- like really takes off, and the NFL sees sees potential for expansion in Europe. And they try and restart, uh, the European NFL Football Europe. League. Yeah, yeah, and 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 so the the NFL owns both the NFL and like the EFL. So one, that's some 1984 shit, you know, worldwide a worldwide football conglomerate. I don't, I don't want that. But at the same time, I also think like it'd be awesome to have, you know, a. Overseas football with like a high level of competition, and see like you know London play, Liverpool play, Berlin play, you know Portugal. You know, well, I think that'd be cool. Play Barcelona. I think
0: we're forgetting here is I don't know if there's going to be any players who want to play in London. If you're uh, yeah, I kid, sure. if you're a kid from like the south who's getting drafted, and you get drafted onto the London Monarchs or whatever, the London Queen Waves. Good. (laughs) Um, The London King Speeches. The London Beatlemania. I I don't know if they're going to want to – it's already hard for a lot of the kids to want to go to, I don't know, Seattle to play. Mm -hmm. And it it was already hard for Seattle to get free agents because these smaller market teams in – cities players don't really want to go to i don't know if you're going to want to go to london you're going to be so far away from your family you're gonna you're not really going to be able to like buy a house there i don't know the tax situation it might be bad to worry about paying the taxes it'd be
1: awkward it'd be different right it'd be a different system i think some people would be
0: okay with it but i think a lot of people actually wouldn't
1: yeah,
2: but I think I, that if some, the NFL comes to you for a contract with a contract, especially these young guys, I mean, are you really going to turn it down just because you got to go to London? I don't know. I think well, I would think people would. I think people would take it. So I, I agree with that. But, I think some of the
0: smarter players would be like, I don't know if this is a good idea, especially veterans. Young they'd have to pay maybe, more, but the veterans, sure. the salary cap would hit them worse. I don't know how the euro is doing compared to the dollar. would would they be getting eh, paid in dollars or would they be getting paid in euros they'd probably be getting paid in
1: dollars (laughs) knowing knowing trevor who you know who works for an american company you know that's the way they did it in in canada the the issue and it's kind of a catch-22 though is that if they can't if they can't get like if if people don't want to play in london right or if they don't want to play in europe the, the shitty thing is that that's the way you foster local talent right is people people in chicago grow up watching the bears and want to be a football player in london right if 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 you're a young kid and you're like no i want to play sports when i grow up you're like no i want to play for man city or i want to play for everton or you know the idiots say i want to play for crystal palace it's 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 like it's soccer it's cricket it's you know baseball to to a lesser extent if these if kids aren't like watching the sport growing up or if the sport doesn't take hold you're not gonna foster local talent in that sport either you know what i mean
2: yeah it'll definitely be a long time before they could get any local i guess yeah you know you really have to i was gonna
1: watching. say how long is it how long has it taken for us to have uh you know an overseas player uh you know start and play. I think it was was Hain like the first kind of crossover player like that that was like a rugby player or a player in another sport from overseas. Well, didn't the then...
0: Vikings or someone just draft a guy from Germany? Oh, that's
1: right! That's right. he was that's like, right. the
0: first one? Yeah,
1: oh, he yeah. was the first European from the actual draft. I totally forgot about that. That's right. But still, I mean, it's Moritz, been a long time.
2: Moritz Bowringer I've Ooh. actually heard
0: that Germany does like American football
1: do they I didn't yeah, know that. like
0: more than like London and England they're all they're all like it's soccer it's it's football yeah and that's the way it is with most of Europe but I think from what I've read about NFL Europe Germany was the strongest in terms of supporting that sport like oh, Ger- cool. The German teams were usually the best, and they they cared the most about it. So, I've did always kind of like wondered. Team in about Frankfurt
2: or something? That. I think so.
0: Might have been I, Munich. I, I don't remember where. Yeah,
1: Munich. I'm pretty sure had one. And geez, how long did they, that league last? I'll look it up right now. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm I'm really curious now.
2: Well, they had a team in Hamburg too. As founded. In I just remember first season 91 closed 2007, so 16 years.
0: Because I know a lot of people, they used it they used it sort of as a developmental league in some ways. Mm-hmm. If you weren't good enough for the NFL, they'd send you to Europe and you might be good enough and come back.
2: Well, they had That'd only, they cool, only, they though, had only like, six teams, fine. so you know, how do you get really worked up about a six-team league? Yeah, it's hard to get much yeah. competition there, get much excitement.
1: Well, wait, so there is – oh, I, I got you. Okay, so there's the European – Federation of American Football which is still a thing. Um, but that's different. So Berlin has a team, uh, Hamburg has a team, Dusseldorf has a team. And Germany is yeah, Germany has the most wins in that in that tournament. They actually won the most recent one. So
2: Yeah, I think it was They they're
1: two times. They won back-to-back. Good for them. And then Austria won before them, which is pretty much Germany anyway. So It
0: looks like NFL Europe was Founded in 18, 1989 and lasted until 2007. So that was actually later than I thought it was. Yeah. I yeah. didn't know it was going on that long.
1: I I, I didn't know there was a, a, a cur- current European football league. So, you know, today I learned. That's
0: kind of cool. The Barcelona Dragons. <sighs> I
1: just remember all this from like Madden two thousand six, yeah, seeing all these teams it. where I was like, "What? Or did are these like created teams?" Oh wow!
0: Know? Look, the London Monarchs—the name I made up earlier yep. was an actual. I was gonna team. say
1: it's—it's it's funny. It's, it's the London Monarchs. One. No, it's the London Olympians in the uh, in the actual one. Well, the Monarchs
0: only lasted until ninety eight. I like their logo. It's a crown, but it's also an M.
1: The logos were pretty cool in NFL Europe.
0: Well, I the, liked it. The Frankfurt Galaxy has, like, an actual Galaxy logo. That's really trippy looking. They kind of look like the Vikings, but with an, a Galaxy on their helmet. Barcelona Dragons. Yeah. That, that, so, NFL Europe learned a little bit. Yep, yep, yep. Thinking about – I'm looking – I'm also looking at a list. I'm trying to think of other possible expansions or moving teams, and I'm looking at a mm-hmm. list of, like, metropolitan areas because I'm trying to think of where else it might go the top one i've seen this thrown around a lot and i have feelings about this is portland because i no. whenever whenever people are like well what cuz the raiders even got linked here very very briefly because a small group of people were like what if we brought the raiders to portland And everyone was kind of, no. That's a terrible idea. I see a lot of people throw Portland around as a possibility because we do have enough people in the metropolitan area to support a team. The thing is, I always see this thrown around as an idea by people who don't live here. Yeah. As a resident of Portland... We are not supporting an NFL team. It's not happening. <laughs> I, there is no not enough people here who care. It's just have one professional team right case. now, right? Two, technically. tech Trailblazers are the one that everyone cares about, and then there's the, and the, the teams. which is just like a niche section of nut jobs who ask me, "Oh, <laughs> real football or American football?" And then I punch them. Okay, but Portland, okay. Portland is not going to support a team and people need to stop talking about it. there's just too many Portland right now has the same problem that LA did in the nineties when they lost their teams and that there's too many transplants here and yeah. the transplants didn't come here for sports. The transplants one, they all have their own team already. I have my own team. If, if there was a team here, I'd probably still consider myself a giants fan first and i would try and really like the portland team but i already have my team and i think that's the same way for a lot of people who are already here
2: are they mostly and, uh, seahawks fans up there
0: mostly seahawks fans although that's cropped up in the past few years i there's just not enough support here when people talk about possibly moving teams there's there's no clamoring there's no outside that small little group of people who tried to petition the raiders to come up here nobody cares and those and that group mm-hmm. of raider people everyone else laughed at like i saw it in the newspapers like these people want the raiders to come up here well that's not gonna happen so people need to portland's not gonna support a team not yet i, I i'm not even sure where they put a stadium where i think we'd have a better chance of supporting a professional baseball team than we would because that's, baseball yeah. fits the city's yeah mo a little bit better it, it seems a little bit more what Portland would be about. Portland's not about football.
2: Yeah, it's just sorry so many so many baseball teams on the West Coast, but eh, I guess still more, what about, there's still still uh, more on the East Coast. So,
1: what about Hawaii?
0: I don't know if there'd be enough people in Honolulu because that'd be their well, only option. Would be Honolulu.
1: Sure. But, I'm just like I'm I'm looking through like like lists of of you know potential cities, and I just saw that, and I was like, that's interesting. That's a terrible idea, but it's interesting.
2: Yeah, the problem with Hawaii is it's 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 just it's just not really a sports you know area like London. Of yeah. course, they have professional sports teams, but Hawaii isn't really into sports. It seems like if you're
0: in Hawaii, why would you go to a a, a game, game anyway that's, when you can yeah that's fair? You, you why would explore you, Hawaii?
1: Yeah, do literally a million other
2: things. Before oh, you go I see. To an Here's NFL an
0: here. interesting city it's that fair. might work. Um, how about this city, St. Louis?
2: oh yeah yeah, yeah. That's, that's back in play
1: jeez yeah.
0: i wonder if they'll be used next to just we, we God, Rams away hilarious. and now we could move teams it'd be amazing if the raiders somehow ended up in st louis in
1: la or st louis <laughs> <laughs> or the
0: chargers ended up in st louis or Dude, anyone just ended be up a in st. massive louis. shell
1: game and it would be just like or, or like a slide puzzle right so like Whoever – someone goes to the Rams and then – or someone goes to St. Louis and then, you know, that team is now the is now the bargaining chip. So, like
2: – Just the Rams go back there. Just go back and forth.
1: <laughs> they just have a joint custody, <laughs> yeah. St. Louis and L.A.
2: You visit them an odd number of years.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Every other weekend.
2: No, Toronto's got to be the next one. You, oh, yeah. Think. Although that's not much of a move. I don't know if they're going to
0: put one up in Toronto. It, it's kind of weird to me that they haven't seemed to try and expand into Canada at all. And it makes me wonder if Canada say, has been I, very resistant. But I, Canada would make a lot of sense. If It feels like it'd be a decent... They already have their own football league. Maybe that's one of the reasons why they've kind of resisted it. Yeah, maybe. Yeah.
1: Well, they also have... like They're close enough to... Well, at least Vancouver is close enough to Seattle that it's easy enough to, to go to those games... I know a lot of a lot of Canadians uh go to Bills games as well um because that's close to the border too Yeah um, you
0: can pretty much see Toronto across Lake yeah. Erie uh, So
1: I mean y- you you get that and you also have the CFL which is pretty good in its own right so I mean it might just kind of be maybe the NFL oddly just throw us saturated. a curveball and
0: stick a team in Halifax just for
2: shits. <laughs> hey, it could work like Green Bay you know
0: Yes. You know, <laughs> yeah, they, dude. They give everyone in Halifax a share of the team. My God. All two people in Halifax a share of the team. <laughs> I mean, the next biggest city I see on this list that doesn't have a team would be Sacramento. And I don't know. It's too close yeah. to the Niners, really.
2: Yeah. Yeah, they can kind of barely support the Kings. So. <laughs>
0: yeah. They almost lost the Kings. Then there's Salt Lake City. Yeah, I don't know.
2: That's... That might be interesting. Get They're probably
0: a bunch not big of football enough. football players in the Mormon City. That that would be kind of funny. <laughs> the Fighting Mormons. Then there's uh well, we're not putting a team in Columbus. That's not going to happen. Um Las Vegas, San Antonio, Milwaukee is pretty much already Green Bay.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Raleigh is pretty much already um austin well austin's pretty much I, has choice of two teams yeah i was
1: gonna say I, I feel like texas is kind of all we're not gonna get another texas team nor do it, we need one
0: what about providence apparently providence's metropolitan area is bigger than jacksonville's i didn't even realize well, rhode providence, island was providence bigger than jacksonville also,
1: that's also like prime you know pat's territory
0: yeah right yeah, like, yeah it's gonna be tough we're to listing off all
1: these cities and it's like it's kind of like a turf war right it's like this is already claimed land
0: what about louisville i mean it's just oh. small but is louisville near something is it near cincinnati or nashville it's got to be near one of well those i mean i don't i don't know my kentucky geography
1: the thing is kentucky isn't a wide. well it's not like a tall state
0: oh it's close to cincinnati or it's, it's it's close to Cincinnati and Indianapolis. Yeah, now we're just getting into cities that don't deserve Rochester, New York. <laughs> no, no. Rochester was a dump. I, I do not regret moving away.
2: Albuquerque.
1: yonkers Yonkers. the yonkers marble rise i think if there's one thing we have learned from this it's that the nfl needs to put all three of us in charge of relocation (laughs) just uh, be moving around we can have have, yeah we can have a team each on all of the hawaiian islands and and the other teams are japan the northwest territories london mexico madagascar yeah madagascar sure sure Yeah,
2: it'll be four hundred NFL stadiums when we're done.
1: Yep, (laughs) yep.
0: One of the one of the ideas I actually heard for the Raiders that it was tongue in cheek, but it's almost kind of funny is if they did a Mad Max style always on the road team, where they just had like big buses and they just lived in these tricked out buses and they just went from city to city, always on the road.
1: That would be friggin' sweet.
0: Or if they played it on like an aircraft carrier.
1: Oh my god, yo. Now now I want them to play in the UAE, dude, and make like a literal football island.
0: Like <laughs> oh You could probably carve some edges off of Greenland and make it really big football shape.
1: <laughs> That's Goodell's master plan. That's why he wants to go to Europe.
0: He he's got an underground base. He he's he's a superhero and he's Super villain, and he's got an underground base in Greenland, and eventually Greenland will just be the hub of all NFL activity. Oh my god! When the rest of the world from like the equator burns because of global warming, Greenland will eventually become habitable. It's all part of the master plan. And, uh but well, I think we've pretty much wrung out all we can from there. Before yeah. we go, I would like to do a this week and fuck you. I don't know if you guys saw this. The NFL congressional report came out about the nfl's uh, funding with concussions and how they pretty much hampered it and wasted taxpayer dollars basically funding the research that they said was impartial <laughs> this is i this is a well duh i don't think anyone was well, surprised yeah. by this but it's still scummy and i still it's hate them for it it's such a
1: fuck you though well i feel like that's the biggest indictment is that it's a well duh in what universe is that okay in what universe do nfl fans and do uh, do we exist on a level where like it's not a surprise that this organization after you know hiring outside experts saying you know no we want to get this right we really care about our players in what universe is it okay that we assume that yeah no they're they're funding bunk research and they're literally you know actively wasting uh, all of it w- wasting wasting
2: money in, in it under the rug
1: yeah in in the effort to kill more people concussion you know, like. sues so
2: your t-zone <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: but yeah that's that's i think that deserves a note because it's oh it's it totally scummy does. and it's just so depressing that it came out and i was like wait i thought we already knew this thanks again for listening uh sam you want to plug yourself
1: yeah, uh, you can follow me at, at Sam, G-R-E-S-Z-E-S-E-S-E-S-E-S on Twitter. Robots Fighting Dinosaurs on uh, Instagram. I've been writing for Gameskinny.com recently, so if you don't follow them, you should check it out.
2: Uh,
0: Stu Scott, would you, do you have anything you'd like to plug?
2: Nah, I don't have much to plug. You can follow me on Twitter at Stu Scott but uh, I'm not tweeting a whole lot these days, so pretty, pretty boring.
0: <laughs> you're uh you're little I'll get back into got it kind up. of depressing after a, I
2: know, right. Uh, rest in peace, Stuart Scott. Rest in peace, Stuart Scott. Yeah. It was always an homage to you, man.
0: Thank you guys for listening. Uh, that's all we've got for this week. Um, I'm Drawplay Dave, uh, at Draw Play Dave on Twitter, at the Drawplay Comic on Facebook, and you can find me on Patreon and of course at the drawplay uh, we'll see you next week. Thank you.